Hello there, this is Heather, and welcome to the Music, Love, and Coffee podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Music, Love, and Coffee. My name's Heather, I hope you guys have been doing well. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the Oscars and why I am annoyed. And if you're new here, uh, this is not unusual. I am usually annoyed, especially this week. Um, I just haven't been sleeping well, and if I can get like five or six hours a night of sleep, I'm pretty good, but lately it's been less, sometimes not at all, and I just, my patience is just super thin. I just don't have patience for, like, craziness, and it's, yeah, so I've been kind of cranky, um, and just irritated, (laughs) really, really irritated with stupidity. Just dumb, dumb stuff happening. Um, But anyway, we're going to be talking about the Oscars, and we're going to go through some of the nominations. Um, And I have questions. I have a lot of questions about this, and I wonder if you guys do too. Now, before we start talking about movies, I'm going to do a brief pause and talk about music um, and ask you the question, what do you think of Ariana Grande's new song, Yes And? There's been a wide range of emotion and opinions on this song, some people like, yes, it reminds me of the 90s. I really like it. It's a good dance. We hope that she goes dance. Um, some people are like, no, I don't. You know, this song makes me sick. She's a homewrecker. And by her saying, yes, and who cares what whose dick I ride, all this stuff. Like, that's just saying, like, yeah, who cares? I don't really care if I am or not. Um, there's a lot of opinions. And, and here's the thing. Yeah, that story does not make her look great, um, I guess. You know, but... We don't really know the whole story, right? I mean, first of all, could we just talk about the why? (laughs) Not even the what she did, but why? Why? Why, why, why? I got to know why. I have to know the reason why. Um, Just to to satisfy my own curiosity, I just need to, I look at some of the interviews that that man's been giving lately, and I don't understand why. I don't. Anyway, um, there's there's just a lot of speculation about the song and what it means and <laughs> anything. But the biggest thing is that people are talking about it sounds just like Madonna's Vogue or, you know, it reminds them of other pop music from the 90s. For me, it definitely reminds me of Vogue for sure. Um, it also has a drum section right before the, the chorus drops. It's it's It is literally... The right said, Fred, I'm too sexy drum beat before it starts its course. Um, you, if you played them the same, there may be like one note dis- difference. You know what that reminds me of is when Vanilla Ice was like talking about the difference between Under Pressure by Queen and, and Ice Ice Baby and how they're not the same because there's one note. Do you guys remember that? He was like, no, 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 like Under Pressure is da na 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 da na na and mine's and he was like singing it and I'm like that still sounds the same bro anyway don't call him vanilla ice anymore he gets really upset um anyway so it's just it's just it does kind of bother me I don't know why it bothers me I mean some people say oh she's playing she's playing um paying homage hi I can't talk um to like the early 90s and that'd be cool if I if it was like said that like I haven't seen that anywhere 
Um, I, I mean, I would love to see her do an interview about this song and be like, yeah, you know, like I just been really listening to a lot of Madonna and I've been in my feels of nineties music. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. I get it. Like I get it. Um, but I don't know. I, and, and everyone's talking about the music, but I really, 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 really want to talk about the video. It's a good video. Don't get me wrong. It is a good video. It's choreographed beautifully. It also is just like Paul Abdul's cold-headed snake video, like almost identical in some parts. Um, and you may think, oh, like you really know the choreography and the scenery. Yes, I do. I do. I, first of all, I've danced my whole life. And two, Paul Abdul was everything to me. I idolized her. I mean, she made dance cool in junior high when tap dancing was not that cool. And as a tap dancer, I loved tap and I loved music theater. And Paula Abdul made me cool for like a summer. I mean, you know, she had, you know, the MC Scat Cat video and the Forever Your Girl and Straight Up and she just, all this dancing. She tap danced on the VMAs. I mean, hello. Who can pull that out besides Paula Abdul? Um, I even got her tennis shoes. I loved Paula Abdul. And I knew all the choreography from those videos. And even though the choreography is quite different in some sections, it's really good. It's very good. Um, it was just, it was basically cold hearted snake. You guys so much that I actually, um, did a story about it on my, uh, Instagram stories. I put down, you know, like, Hey, why is everybody talking about it sounding like Vogue when no one's talking about the video sounding like Paul Abdul or looking like Paul Abdul's cold hearted snake. Is this a homage or did someone not know their history? Like I'm, I'm confused and, um, guess who liked it? Paula Abdul. Can I say that I about died? When I opened up my Instagram and it said Paula Abdul liked your story, I literally like dropped my coffee and passed out. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was like such a fangirl moment for me. I was like, oh my God, like I died. I died right there. Died. Um, anyway, I died for you forever. Your girl Paula. Well, well, <laughs> I love Paula Abdul. Anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, that's my story about yes and. Tell me your thoughts. I really would love to know your guys' thoughts. I know I say that, and I do get some of you guys that email me, and I love it, but I would really like to hear what more of you guys think about this. You know, like, or maybe you don't even have thoughts about it. Maybe you're like, I could care less. Um, for me, like music and pop culture and movies and uh, gossipy tea about <laughs> celebrities, I love it. Um, I don't know. I just find it fascinating. And, uh, you know, pop culture basically raised me like it just did. So, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of parental guidance or, uh, nurturing or anything like that, but there was a lot of TV and movies. So anywho, let's, let's, let's get back into the Oscars and why I am annoyed. Anyway, can we just talk about the nominations really, really quick now? A lot of people are complaining that the Oscars are going to be really boring this year. Um, I think so, too. There just wasn't very many, like, like fun movies that we were like, oh, my gosh, that was so fun. I mean, obviously, there was a couple, but um, and people are really worried that it's going to be a very serious Oscars this year. I, I kind of disagree, because even though they're serious movies, um, I mean, I agree a little bit. Oh, I don't know. I'm so torn, because... The, some of the people that are nominated, even though they were in this very serious movie, they are very great, like, fun little characters of people. And 
I think that they will give great speeches and it'll be really fun. Hopefully nobody will get punched, right? I mean, that's that's something we don't want to see. Um, but I think it'll be fun. Uh, Jimmy Kim, Kimmel's hosting. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I know he's done it for a very long time. I just don't know how I feel about it. I don't really enjoy Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I think it's because I have such a... Um, uh, I used to love Sarah Silverman. Not that I don't love her now. I just don't really pay attention to her career um, lately. But like when she had the Sarah Silverman show, uh, she had her own show and she was doing all this stuff. I really loved her and I thought she was so cute and um, just adorable. And when Jimmy Kimmel like broke up with her, I was really mad at him, <laughs> like really mad. And um, I've, I don't think I've gotten over it. I don't know. I, I need to get over it, but I have not. Um, it's so silly. Anyway, uh, let's talk about best costume design. Best costume design, uh, the nominees are Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, um, and Poor Things. I am torn about this because Barbie had some really great costumes. But you guys, you know what? I think I've been, I've not seen Poor Things. I know I still have not seen it yet. It's killing me that I have not seen this movie. But I've like watched a lot of clips and I love the costuming, love everything that Emma Stone wears. Love it. Um, I don't think it might go to her. I don't know. I don't know. Best makeup, Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Society of Snow. I got to be honest, that's weird to me. I don't know. I don't, I, that's a toss up. I'm not sure. Usually I can figure that out really quickly. This year I do, I can't. Best Adapted Screenplay, American Fiction, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest, Past Lives, um, Barbie. Question, what is Barbie, why is Barbie in Best Adapted Screenplay? What's it adapted from? Like, I get that it's a toy, but what, there's no like book about Barbie, right? There's no like other movie about Barbie besides like the cartoony ones. So why isn't, why is it in best adapted? Did they do that to try to get away from the heavy hitters in the best original? Because I mean, was that a, was that Barbie's decision? I'm trying to figure out why Barbie is an adapted screenplay because there's a lot of movies that, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to that thought. I'll hold on to that thought for a second. Best original screenplay, play, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, Past Lives. Okay, I'm going to go back to the adapted, the adapted screenplay argument really quick because I have questions. Okay, so if Barbie is about Barbie and they consider that adapted screenplay, why is it Maestro an adapted screenplay when it's about the life of Leonard Bernstein, like a real person? Or May, December is, is nominated for original screenplay, but it was inspired by a true story of like that Mary Kay Letourneau or whatever, the teacher that was like, wasn't that the teacher that was sleeping with the students? Am I getting that wrong? Or the one, the student, I feel like I'm right. But if there, if those are after somebody else and there's been movies and stuff about that, there's been movies about Leonard Bernstein, right? I mean, there's documentaries. So I just don't understand why Barbie is an adapted screenplay. It's really bothering me. Can someone explain that to me? Did they, or do you know if they, they asked for that? Because it's just really weird. Um, 
original song, The Fire Inside, Flaming Hot, the movie Flaming Hot. That's Flaming Hot Cheetos, right? Isn't that the Cheeto movie? Anyway, by Becky G. Uh, I Never Went Away from American Symphony by John Baptiste. But Batista? Batiste? Am I saying that wrong? Anyway, I've listened to that song. He's that man is talented. I don't really get into his music very much, but he's a talented man. He's he's a good singer. Um, it's not bad. Um, okay, I'm gonna kill the pronunciation of this, and I am so sorry. Like I apologize. Wazia 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 Zihe, Wazia, I don't know, it's a song from my people, it's Killers from the of the Flower Moon by the Osage, Osage, Osage tribe, tribal singers, I just butchered the hell out of that, and I am so sorry, because I actually listened to that, and it was really, really good, do I think it's best original song, no, is it really freaking good, yeah, I mean, it's, I love that, it, that, it was good. I'm sorry I butchered that title. That was so bad. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm Just Ken from Barbie, Ryan Gosling. Is this a fucking joke? Is someone joking? I mean, I understood. I understood when South Park got nominated and had all their silly songs. They had like three songs, I think, nominated for the Oscars that year. I get that because they were fucking good. They were good. Like then when they did the Les Le Resistance thing and it was kind of like Les Mis and they were like, I can't, I can't think of the song, like how it went right now, but do you know what I'm talking about? They all like sang, it was really fucking good. Um, that was a musical. I'm just, Ken is stupid. I'm sorry. It's so dumb. I, I know. I know. You're gonna be like, oh gosh, it was so funny. I did not think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't think it was that funny. Uh, I have a really hard time believing this is the original song. I don't, I don't know. And then the last nomination was What Was I Made For? We know she's going to get it. We know that their Billy and Phineas is going to get it. They have to, right? That song was everywhere. It's an international best-selling song. Like, that made the movie. I did not love the Barbie movie as much as other people did. Um, but when that song came on, I really did was like, oh man, that was that like cut to the bone. Like that song made the movie, like especially that scene and how they use it in the background. That song made the movie. Anyway, I'm telling you right now, if I'm just Ken gets it over what was I made for or not even that over the Wahazi Wahase song for my people song, I would be so mad or even the John Batista song. That, I'd be so mad because it is so stupid. Anyway, I'm done complaining. I, I complained about this song during the um, last award show. I forgot what it was, but I was complaining about it. Anyway, it wasn't the people's choice. It was, I don't remember. I don't remember it, but I was complaining about it. Anyway, best animated film, The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, uh, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I did not see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse this time. I saw the first one, loved it, thought it was great. Didn't see the second one. Hmm, I should do that. Um, best production design, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Poor Things, Oppenheimer. I don't know who's going to win this one. Um, because Poor Things is just, it looks cool. 
I just, the set is cool. Um, Barbie, the set is great. The set is so great in Barbie. Um, but Napoleon, mm, that had some cool scenes. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a toss up. I don't know. Best film editing, Anatomy of a Fall, uh, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. Any of those. I've heard all of, I, here's the thing. I haven't seen any of those. Do I feel stupid for not seeing any of those? Absolutely. Do I want to see every single one of these? Yes, I do. Every one of these movies in this category, I want to see because they all look fucking good. Um, best cinematography, El Conde, El Conde, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. I mean, it's, it's basically the same movies over and over again, right? Best Supporting Actor, Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things, Ryan Gosling, Barbie. Are you fucking kidding me with this shit? What did he... I just... I don't know. I just don't think he did that great in Barbie. I'm sorry. I feel really bad. I'm just, I just was not into it like everybody else was, I guess. I don't know. Uh, people have their mixed feelings about Robert De Niro saying that he shouldn't be nominated, that he, they didn't think he was that good in this movie. Never seen it, so I don't know. But he's Robert De Niro. Of course he's going to get nominated. Um, Mark Ruffalo, love him. Love him. Would it be cool if he got it? Yeah. But you know, you know who I'm going to say I want to win? Robert Downey Jr., he could be, here's the thing, Robert Downey Jr. could be nominated for fucking Dr. Doolittle, that movie, what was he in Doolittle? And I would say, give him the Oscar, just because I want to hear his speech. Because he gives the funniest speeches, and he's so goddamn entertaining. Just give it to him. Just just let him win, because we might need to spice it up there in the, met, in the middle there, because we all kind of know that's really between three movies this whole time. And uh, just give it to him. I say spice things up a little bit. Make the, you know, make it be a little peppy. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Emily Blood Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple, American Fiera, Barbie, Jodie Foster, Nyad, Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers. Okay, I don't know who's going to win this, but I am so happy that America Fiera is nominated for Barbie because when she wasn't nominated this past award show, I was like, what the hell? Why not? Like, no offense, like Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, they did good. But really, America Fiera was the actor that, I mean, I feel like she like provided the bulk of the acting in that movie. And then, um, you know, and then all like the little funny cameos from people I think were great. But I was so pissed when she wasn't nominated the last time for the award shows. I think it was the Golden Globes. I, yeah, that's what it was. The Golden Globes. I finally fucking remembered. Um, I was kind of irritated. I was like, I think I even talked about it. I was like, why isn't America Fiera nominated? It was weird. Um, but do, who do I think will get it? I don't know. I love me some Emily Blunt, but I think it might be Jodie Foster. She hasn't been around for a while, and supposedly she's really good in this movie. And I'm sorry, Jodie Foster's just fucking good at her job. She's just good. And I, she's kind of funny, too. She's a funny character. 
Uh, best actor, Bradley Cooper and Maestro. Look how far he's come, by the way. I mean, Bradley Cooper went from The Hangover and Wedding Crashers and The A-Team to, like, Oscar-worthy films. Like, he, that's impressive. Like, to, to be in those comedic roles. I mean, I know, like, Jim Carrey tried to do it. And he did, you know, he did a decent job before he was like, fuck this, I don't like this anymore. And then I know, like, Adam Sandler's tried to do it. And, and I didn't see the, I don't know what the movie it was. It was about jewels or diamonds or, I don't know. But people said he was really good in it. Um, but not many comedic actors get to jump like that. I mean, some have and have done it so great, but he, not many get to. Um, but I look at him and like the movies he started out with to where he is. I mean, don't you feel that Silver Linings Playbook kind of did it? Because I'm sorry, if you don't like Silver Linings Playbook, something is wrong with you. That is such a good fucking movie. It's so good. Um, but I feel like, you know, he just, you know, he tries more challenging roles and he really like studies and he's taking it so seriously. And I'm like, good for him. But you know what? I still love him as Rocket. I know he worked so hard in all these other roles and I'm like, but I like you being Rocket from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like nobody could do Rocket like you. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's keep going. So Bradley Cooper for Best Actor, Paul Giamatti. You, I love him ever since the... Howard Stern movie. He was great. And WNBC. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he was so great in that movie. Uh, Coleman Domingo Rusted. I have not seen that and I don't know much about it. I probably should look into that. Uh, Killian Murphy Oppenheimer, which everyone thinks he's going to win. And then Jeffrey Wright American Fiction, which I think I've seen clips of that, not the full movie, but I've seen clips and he's, he's really good. I didn't know much about him and his stuff. He, he's a good actor. I like him, actually. I like him a lot. And I haven't even seen the whole movie. And I liked what I saw. I was like, hmm, you're pretty damn good. Uh, best actress, Annette Benning, Nyad, Sandra Huller, or is Hewler or Huller? Don't know. Anatomy of a Fall, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Carrie Mulligan, Ma Maestro, Emma Stone, Poor Things. Um, no Margot Robbie this time. Margot Robbie was not on there and I am confused because Ryan Gosling was and Margot Robbie acted more. I don't know. I'm not saying she deserves to be on there. I'm just saying if you're going to put him on there, I feel like you kind of have to put her on there. Right? I don't know. Uh, Emma Stone won the... Did Emma Stone, did Emma Stone won the Golden Globe for Poor Things? But Lily Gladstone also won the Golden Globe because they split the category. They split it for, like, comedy or a musical, and then they split it with drama, uh, drama. So I don't know. I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. I heard Lily Gladstone is just a beast. She's really good. Not beast in a bad way, but she's just a, one hell of an actress. Why do I feel like they're going to give it to Annette Benning? Because she hasn't been around, again, has not... Her and Jodie Foster, I feel like, just came out of nowhere and was like, hey, we're here to make a movie. And we're like, oh, shit, they're back. You know what I mean? Like, I like Annette Benning. I just love me some Emma Stone. Ugh, it's a hard one. I don't know who's going to win that. Best Director, Justine Triette, 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 Anatomy of a Fall, 
Morton Scorsese, <laughs> Morton, I don't know why I said it like that, Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Yorkos Lanthimos, 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 I don't know, Poor Things, Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest, um, which I don't know anything about. Didn't know that was even a movie until I saw the nominations. I apologize. Zone of interest. I will look into that. Uh, no Greta Gerwig this time for Barbie. Um, and and this, I don't know how I feel because I don't know what, I don't know what the zone of interest is. But I look at these heavy hitter pictures. This was a rough, this was a tough category. Like, I don't know who can get it because people are saying that this Justine Triet or something, or I don't know how to say her last name, Treat Triet, that she may win with a movie that not many people have seen. They said it was really good. I don't know. I don't know. I would love for Poor Things to win just because I like the name Yorgos. And plus, every time they interview him, he seems so sweet. <laughs> He just seems like such a nice guy. I don't know anything about him, but he just seems like he's just there for a good time. I love it. Um, Best Picture nominations are American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. Holy shit, that's a lot. Is that normal? Because I feel like that's not normal to have that many fucking movies nominated. And why the hell is Barbie in there? If it's not good enough to have a direction and it's not good enough as your lead actress, why is it in there? I am confused. Like, why? if you thought it was good enough for Best Picture, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't know how to feel about this. I thought I was like, nah, they just feel like it wasn't good enough. And then they put it in for Best Picture nomination? Did they just do that for funsies? I don't understand. Anyway, I digress. I'm, I'm getting off track. But, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about Barbie. Some people are going to be, they're going to say that, they're going to say this. They're going to go, see, this is why Barbie was made to prove the point that, you know, that, you know, they nominated the man, but they didn't nominate the woman. It, it just, it sparks a lot of, a lot of talk, basically. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. I thought I did until I saw Best Picture nominations. And then I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I don't know. I've never really been a fan of the Oscars anyway and their choices. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, will it be a snooze fest? I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll all have to see what they do. They need to kind of do something, right? Because, I mean, the Academy, it does look like they gave a big finger to Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. It kind of does. The, by putting that in Best Actor or Best Picture ugh, and then putting... Ryan Gosling, best actor. It it does kind of make it look like, hey, we're gonna shit on you a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. That or they just have a big heart on for Ryan Gosling. I'm not really sure what's going on, but anyway, again, you know, is anybody gonna do anything dumb? I hope not. <laughs> I hope we don't have another dumb fucking Oscar where somebody does something stupid and then we have to talk about it for a month. I just I don't want to hear about it. 
Um, will people fall in love with Ronnie, Robert Downey Jr. when he goes up there and gives a speech <laughs> for winning? Yes. Yes, they will. As they should. Um, will someone rig it so American Fiera can give one of her amazing speeches? The woman gives good speeches, not only in just Barbie. She gave a speech uh, at... Oh, it was some award show for, I don't know. Anyway, she gave a speech, but they gave her a certain award just for her. I don't, I can't remember what it was, but her speech was so great. And I'm like, wow, she needs to just win so we can hear her speeches. I like her. But anyway, it's a bit much, but on the flip side, let's, let's slow down on the flip side. Let's talk about other award shows, right? Because, um, I'll be talking about the People's Choice Award in another episode because the People's Choice Award is like pro wrestling. It is so wild. The The categories are crazy. Um, it makes no sense. Um, I always used to love when they did the TV, uh, TV and then like American Horror Story was going against Glee, which was the same directors, uh, the same people that made it. So it didn't matter. But you know, I just thought it was just so crazy because it just seemed like everything was up in the air. And they give out weird awards, too, like really strange awards, like best athlete. And then everyone just like writes them in. It's kind of wild. Like you kind of don't know where it's going to go. People award show. I heard I heard that. Um, oh, I don't want to I don't want to talk too much about it. I'll, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it because <laughs> my mind was fucking blown because I do know the nomination, the nominations already. And I was like, what? I gotta watch that the people's choice awards are just wild um but I do want to talk about the SAG awards coming up so I like the SAG awards by the way um there's just something about them I like better than the Oscars and the Golden Globes I like the SAG awards it's a little bit more chill and usually all the celebrities are fucking wasted and it makes it a really good like fun time to watch like, this is a good time for Taylor Swift to should be at the SAG Awards. I hope, um, I can't remember if uh, the Ares Tour is nominated for anything, but um, I don't think it is. But if it was, <laughs> this would be a good, because Taylor Swift parties, when she goes to these award shows, she like cuts loose and gets drunk and it's hilarious. Um, but a, a lot of people do. And I think it's so funny to watch them stumbling around their words when they're trying to get on stage and they're all tipsy. So much fun, so much more fun than the, than the Academy Awards and shorter, shorter. I like it. Okay. Let's talk about SAGs. So, um, the SAG Awards, uh, for the best actors, exactly the same as the Oscars. They were like, we ain't fucking around. It's the same done, done deal. Um, including Ryan Gosling. I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, best actress, um, Sandra Huller is not in it, but Margot Robbie's on the ballot. So now she's back. She's back for Best Actress. Now she's on the ballot. Um, supporting actor, same exact, except for William Defoe switches Mark Ruffalo, which is crazy because they're from the same movie, right? So they're like, ah, eh, he had this one. Let's give it to this one. I don't know how they do that. Um, best Supporting Actress, Penelope Cruz replaces America Fiera. What? Penelope Cruz was in a movie? I didn't know that. I had no idea. I don't even, they listed the movie she was in and I was like, huh, I have no clue. But anyway, Penelope Cruz is replaces American Fiera in the, and then the supporting actress category. Um, outstanding performance by Cass. Um, 
These are the nominations. American Fiction, Barbie, The Color Purple, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer. Who do you think is going to win? I think it's going to be Oppenheimer. Look at all the people that are in that movie, and they're all badasses. There's a lot of really cool people in that movie. I don't know. I feel like that might, I feel like that might get it. I don't think it's going to be Barbie. Maybe. I don't know. Um, male drama in a television show. Brian Cox, Billy Crudup, Kieran Culkin, Matthew McFadden, Pedro Pascal. Who do you think is going to get it? Anybody from Succession, right? I don't watch that show, but I know supposedly that is the best show on television. So it's got to be one of them, guys. And I hope it's Kieran Culkin because Kieran Culkin and Pedro Pascal at the um, Golden Globes were fucking hilarious. They were so funny. Please let them tie so they have to get on stage together because it was so funny. Uh, female in a drama, Jennifer Aniston, Elizabeth Debicki, Bella Ramsey, Carrie Russell, Sarah Snook. It's got to be Sarah Snook for a succession. For a succession. Do I wish it was... Um, Elizabeth DeBecky, because she looks so much like Princess Diana that it freaks me out, and I feel like it's her. I feel like that is her, and she's just hiding in there. Um, but it, it, I have a feeling it's going to be Sarah Snook. Everyone feels like that, I think. Um, male in a comedy, Brett Goldstein, Bill Hader, Eben Moss Bacharach, um, Jason Sudeikis, Jeremy Allen White. Oh, you guys know I'm going to try it. I'm going to root for Bill Hader. It's Bill Hader. I mean, will Jason Sudeikis get it? Yeah, but you know what? I bet Jeremy Allen White might. That show, everyone fucking loves that show. But I'm just such a Bill Hader fan. He's so great. Um, female comedy. Um, Ellen, Alex, sorry, Alex Borstein. Uh, Rachel Brosnanen. She's from uh, Miss... Maisel. Sorry, Rachel. I always butcher your last name. I feel bad. Quinta Brunson, Iode Edaberry, Edaberry, Hannah Waddingham. Man, that those chicks in that category has got some crazy names. No, everyone has really hard names. I no, there's no like Rachel Cook. Whatever happened to her anyway? Um, Io, right? Io's gonna have it, right? She's been winning like crazy across the board. Like, everyone loves her, and everyone loves that show, The Bear. Everyone loves that show. Never seen it. Everyone loves it. I should probably watch it. And she's super cute. And, she like, her dresses, she always dresses really cool. Like, really cool. However her stylist is, kudos to you. Because she's, like, comfortable, and she's not overly done, but she just looks cool as hell. Like, she could, like, I don't know. She's cool-looking. I dig her. Um, outstanding performance by a cast in a drama. The Crown, Gilded Age, Last of Us, The Morning so- Show, Succession. It's going to be Succession. It's, I mean, we, do we need to do that? Does anyone else need to show up? Does anyone need to come to this thing? We all just, for the TV, don't they just like, can they just send an email and say you win? Because it's going to happen. Um, outstanding performance by a cast in comedy. Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso. Okay, I have thoughts. I have not seen Abbott Elementary. I've heard about it, and I heard that it's very good. Barry, it's Bill Hader. Love him. The Bear, everybody fucking loves the Bear. Everyone talks about the Bear. Um, Ted Lasso wins it, 
right? They've won it before, haven't they? I'm pretty sure they did. And people love that. Do I wish only murders in the building would get it? Yes, I do. Do I think they're going to? No, I don't. But my love for only murders in the building (laughs) runs so deep, like so, so very deep. I love that show just as much as I love the fucking X-Files when it came out. I I love Only Murders in the Building. Anyway, they're not going to get it. But it was, you know, it was a good try on their part. I don't think they'll get it. It'd be cool because they do have a great, big, large cast. The cast is very big because it switches out all the time. But I don't think they're going to get it. Um, Okay. So we're, let's just set TV aside, aside just for actually, well, not just TV. Here, here's the thing. I'm going to talk about streaming for a second. Can I just say fuck the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus? I, I got rid of it. I was so mad um, because I only have that channel. I only got that channel for one thing, the paranormal shows. I'm a paranormal junkie. I'm a paranormal investigator. So I love the paranormal shows. I do not like... The shows that are like, like my dog is possessed shows, or there's a demon in my attic shows, or I'm going to walk around yelling into the dark in my black leather jacket and get possessed every 15 minutes. Sorry, Ghost Adventures, but you kind of suck. Um, I hate those shows. And I hate that Zach Baggins' buddies get shows. And they're like, oh, he's a great director. And they have like, you know, like my, my possessed pet and you know, Zach Baggins Demon Museum or whatever. Like, I don't like any of those shows at all. I I hate them with a passion. The great ghost shows like Kindred Spirits, Holder Files, um, Destination Fear. Is it Destination Fear? I think it's called Destination Fear. Um, Those shows. Those shows are great. And The Dead Files, uh, it's a borderline. But... There are some really, really great shows. Um, And the Travel Channel and Discovery Channel has canceled almost every paranormal show. They're all going with true crime. So I got rid of it. Like, I got rid of it. I got pissed when it was the whole big thing with Destination Fear and them canceling it. And there was, like, some whispers about Zach Baggins, like, canceling it for a reason because they had better ratings. It was just, like... It was getting crazy, and now they're on YouTube, and it, you know what? twiddly dee, whatever. Um, they're doing great. It's, they're now called Project Fear. Their shows are even better now. It's even better when, then, when, when it was on television because they don't, have to, they don't have to go by anybody's rules. They can show what they want to. Uh, if they want to break it up to three parts so that you see the whole investigation, not just what editors want you to see, like... They they do the whole thing and it's great. It's unedited. So I don't know. It's just, it's really good. It's really, really good. So if you're into those spooky shows, uh, stop watching the Stupid Ghost Adventure shows <laughs> and go to YouTube and watch Project Fear. It's very good. Um, and also go to Hulu and check out Living for the Dead. It's a brand new show. It's produced by Kristen Stewart. Um, it has a great cast. Um, I got to meet one of the cast members like a few weeks ago. Uh, she did an investigation with us, Alex LeMay. She was lovely. She was very fun, um, very knowledgeable, um, and just a nice, nice person. And then Roz Hernandez is in it. If you don't um, know who that is, uh, Roz has her own podcast called Ghosted. It's hilarious. Go check it out. Um, but anyway, those are the shows that I would want to watch. I find entertaining. 
Um, so I, I just, I got rid of the travel channel and discovery plus. Now here's the thing. Since they've killed paranormal television, they don't have much of it on. I think they've lost a lot of subscribers or people aren't watching it. And I think they're like, Oh, we fucked up because all the reruns are still on there. Right. They're just not doing any of the old, the, the newer shows. So some of those like shows have like 13 seasons of sitting on there or seven seasons sitting there. So I've noticed this last like week and a half, they have been running um, advertisements on in, so, on social media. Like I go on Instagram and sure enough, there's a promo for Kindred Spirits and it's an episode that's like from season two. I mean, it's fucking old, but they're promoting it. Or they're promoting like the ghosted ghost hunters, which I'm not a fan of that show either, but I do like certain people on that show, but as a collective show, I'm not, I'm not into it, but, but they're promoting it. Like if there's new shows coming up and there's not, they're trying to get people back to watching it and they're just showing the reruns. Like they're showing the reruns of destination fear, even though they can them for really no reason, but they're hyping up and like, Oh yeah, destination fear is so awesome. I'm like, dude, you got rid of them. It's weird. It's so weird. Anyway, just please stop Travel Channel. Please stop and and stop putting Zach Baggins' friends on shows. That's crazy. Anyway, it's just getting silly. Uh, it's, you, you guys, if you, if you know what I mean, let me know. Because if you've noticed it, if you're into those shows, you've noticed it. You've had to notice, but... Anyway, let's talk about movies and what's allegedly going down and being reported. Um, is it completely true? There's, it's, it's echoed, right? Some of them have been confirmed. Some of them haven't. Uh, Jacob Elordi confirms uh, casting as Frankenstein's monster in Guillermo de Toro's film um, about Frankenstein. Uh, I think it's going to be on Netflix, actually. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um... I think, um, I don't know. I mean, that's one hot monster, right? I mean, he's, he's pretty good looking guy. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I've seen that hot of a grunting naive monster since Encino Man. God, I love that movie. (laughs) I mean, I'm a right gals like Encino Man. He was pretty cute. Um, and of course uh, the weasel was in it. Um, but yeah, Jacob, Jacob Alordi as Frankenstein's monster. I'm, I think I might be down for that because you know, like Del Toro is going to like fuck him up and make him look heinous. Like, right. It's going to be dark. I like his movies. They are fucking twisted, dude. Like, I don't know. I think they're so cool. Um, okay. Marvel's Madam Web is forecasted to be the, to do worse than Morbius opening weekend. How do they know that? I don't think it's supposed to be out to like February, but how do they know that? I'm not doubting it at all because I don't even know who Madam Web is. I know you Marvel fans are probably rolling over like, oh my God, how can you say that? I just don't. And I don't, I've looked at the cast. I don't know. I'm not a fan too much of it. And nothing reaches out to me goes, Ooh, I got to see that. I got to think I need to see more trailers or something, but We'll see how that happens. I mean, I mean, is Tom Holland going to make a cameo in this thing? Madam Web, Spider-Man, is he going to do like a cameo? It may, if he, if he shows up as a cameo, it will do better. 
because people like him. Um, but I mean, Marvel's been having some problems, you know. I mean, without Iron Man and the Guardians and some of the Avengers, I mean, I feel like all all is lost. All hope is lost. I mean, like besides the new Avengers, I think that comes out at the end of the year, one of the first one, and then I think the next one comes out in the summer or spring, something like that, because there's two new Avengers movies. Um, and then, of course, you know, Deadpool 3 just wrapped, just finished wrap. It just wrapped. They've been working on that movie fucking forever. They've had so many problems because of the writer strikes and other things, like, but they just finished it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds just posted they just wrapped. Um, and I'm excited for that. And I, and I think people, I think, I think people will go back to the movie theater for Marvel because of Deadpool 3. We'll see. We'll see if Disney doesn't fuck it up though. Sorry, Mouse. I love you, but sometimes you guys ruin things. Uh, Jurassic World 4 is in the works at Universal with the original Jurassic Park screenwriter. Okay. I mean, okay. Not, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Tron 3 is set to uh, star Gillian Anderson. Uh, I'm down for that. I like her again. I love me some X-Files. Uh, I didn't like the first Tron. Sorry. I just didn't. And also didn't know there was a second Tron. Did you guys know that? Is it good? I mean, should I be watching it? I don't know. Uh, Polar Express 2 is supposedly in the works. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing Polar Express 2? I don't know. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire is coming up and supposedly Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd is in this one. I don't know how much. And then, um, oh shoot, I already forgot her name. And I'm sad that I forget her name right now because I love her so much. Janine, she plays Janine, the secretary. She was in Pretty in Pink. And I feel like a, such a loser right now that I cannot think of her name. Oh, anyway, someone's going to be laughing at me because I can't remember her name and I loved her in Pretty in Pink. But supposedly they're in it. And supposedly she has a bigger role. I don't, she was in the last one, right? But it was really small. Supposedly she's got a bigger role. Good. I'm happy for that. Um, if they could talk um, some of the rest of them to do it, like Rick Moranis, I know he's given up acting. But wouldn't that be cool if he was there? Oh, that'd be so cool. I'd be so excited. I'd be so excited. Okay. Um, Richard Simmons movie is in the works starring Polly Shore. Yes, you heard that accurately. Polly Shore. How do you guys feel about this? He kind of looks like him, right? So, I mean, and he's kind of goofy. You guys, this, this might, he, he might get an Oscar. He might get a fucking Oscar for this movie. Um, who knows? Bill and Ted 4 is currently being written. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Anything with Keanu Reeves, I'm fine. Even though Bill and Ted's movies are not the fantastic, you know going in that they're silly and they're not supposed to be fantastic, but you just love them because they're lovable characters. You know, it's like if they keep making Clerks movies over and over and over again, you're like, that's fine. Um, Bride of Frankenstein is being made starring Christian Bale, Penelope Cruz, Jesse Buckley, and Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. Now, do not confuse that with the Sarsgaards. This is Peter Sarsgaard. It should not be. It should not be confused with Alexander Skarsgård. 
or his brothers Bill, Gustav, Walter, Walter, and Sam. And should not be... Bill Skarsgård shouldn't be confused. Shouldn't be confused, but kind of is sometimes. I get him confused with Jamie Campbell Bauer. To me, they almost look like the same person, and it freaks me out. Like, sometimes I'm like, wait, is Bill, is Bill Skarsgård in Stranger Things? Or is, you know, Jamie Campbell Bauer in it? But I, I get it mixed up. I'm sorry. Um, Annette Benning is also rumored to be in that movie as well. There's another movie she's popping up in. So I feel like she would not come out of the woodwork for any movie. Oh, and also, too, you know who's supposed to be directing this Bride of Frankenstein movie? Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, okay, I want to talk about one thing really quick before I go, and it's going to be a doozy. Can we talk about Selena Gomez set to play Linda Ronstadt in the biopic? Um, does not have a name yet, I don't think. But um, I like this. I think she kind of looks like Linda Ronstadt. Um, will she be singing? I don't know if they have the same voice. So I'm wondering if she's going to be singing or lip syncing. Um, I think they should have her lip sync because I think people like Linda Rodstadt fans will get mad. Um, it is from the same producers as Walk the Line, um, which is cool because Walk the Line was good. That was a good biopic about them and... So I feel good about this. Now, the rest of the cast hasn't been mentioned, but the director is David O. Russell. <sighs> Yikes. I don't know how to feel about that. Because let's go over all the allegations against David O. Russell and the complaints about this guy. Okay, George Clooney was rumored to hate this man with a passion while they were filming the movie Three Kings because Clooney said that he treated everyone like shit that wasn't famous um, and really was awful to people. He said he was just an awful human being, and they fought regularly. Um, and I think it would take a lot to piss off George Clooney. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he's a very laid-back guy. I don't know. Um, Lily Tomlin on the set of I Heart Hucklebees also hated him. She said that she was flooded with insults and cruel, wor cruel words um, to the point that, you know, she would get completely distraught. Now, Lily Tomlin is a national treasure. Treasure. I'm, why are you treating Lily Tomlin that way? I mean, that would be like treating Dolly Parton that way. Speaking of that, when the hell are we going to get a 9 to 5 sequel? I've been waiting for that damn sequel since I was a kid. How dare you? How dare you? We should have... That's the sequel I want to see. I don't want to see Polar Express 2. I want to see the sequel to 9 to 5 because that is going to be a banger. That is going to be good. Anyway, how dare you be mean to Lily Tomlin? Um, okay, I digress. But let's let's talk about the next one. Amy Adams, which everyone says is lovely. But Amy Adams will also revealed while working with Russell um, was the most trying and emotional experience of her life and vowed never to work with him again. And then Jennifer Lawrence was, has also mentioned that he has had temper tantrums on the set, really treats people really crappy. She said it was one of the hardest experiences of her life. Um, she retracted that during an interview at one point saying like, oh no, it's just people just overblow his temper tantrums. He's kind of a crybaby. 
But just recently, she was talking shit, a lot of shit about him, saying like he's tough to work with. Now, in 2011, um, his niece also filed a sexual assault claim against him. Um, he's also said to target people with less power, doesn't, definitely does not like women, um, is very, like, tears down people's, like, self-esteem. Do we want Selena in there do, working with him? Because, I mean... Listen, she's been through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I'm just saying like, oh, like I know her. Like I've watched her biography and watched that child go through a lot of shit and a lot of emotional damage and a lot of emotional baggage. She's bipolar. She's, you know, she's got lupus. So sometimes she's not feeling well. Um, Do we want to throw her into the ring with this maniac? Because if all these stories are, if all these allegations are true, holy shit, how is she going to survive this? Because I don't picture her hanging around. Like, I feel like she thinks like, this is my big break. Like this is, you know, she's, she's done murders in the building and she's done so great with it. And she's really growing and thank God she's got Steve Martin and Martin Short. I think they're like, don't, don't you wish you could go to work and just be like guided by those two? Cause I, I do every day. Um, but how do we feel? I mean, if you're a Selena Gomez fan, are you worried for her? Because I am very, extremely concerned for her. But I also see, think that she'd be strong enough to be like, fuck this, I don't need this, and just walk off the set and be like, sue me, I have enough money. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this guy sounds like a real asshat. I, I just don't, I, I don't want Selena hurt. Poor little Selena. We got to protect protect her. So anyway, that's that's all I got today, guys. <laughs> Thank you for sticking around for this long ass episode about movies. I appreciate you. I want to hear your feedback on any of this that I said today. I realized it was a lot. My my mouth ran like a duck's ass. I apologize, um, but I just had so many thoughts. And it's been so long since I've talked to you guys. Um, it's, it's just been too long and I have had all this stored up in my mind and I'm like, I got to talk about it today. Um, the next time I talk to you, um, I don't know if it'll be about go about people's choice, but people's choice awards will be coming up, um, because that's coming up pretty soon and I want to talk about it with you guys in depth. Um, and there's other things I want to talk about too. I'm going to save that though. Um, but tell me, tell me your thoughts about the Oscars. Tell me your thoughts about the SAG awards or the movies that are rumored to be coming up. I want to hear your thoughts about the Ariana Grande song. Uh, there's a lot. So if you guys want to drop me a line, feel free. Um, you can email me. All my links are in my bio. I believe if not, I'll double check that because I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> you can find me on social media uh, on Instagram at Music Love and Coffee as well. Um, and... Yeah, I I just I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. I know that if you're listening to me on Anchor, you can actually leave me a voice message. Um, I don't know if they do that on Spotify. Someone said they can, but I never find it. I have no idea how they do that. Um, but on Anchor, I always I always grab it. If you leave me guys me leave me a message, um, and then you know email me. Uh, my email I believe is on my Instagram too. Uh, music love and coffee blog at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.